Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the Podcon Go Network. Podcon Go. Family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Grab your spear. It's time for a story. Today's story is Androcles and the Lion, one of Aesop's fables. Aesop's fables are very old stories that were told by a Greek slave, Aesop, thousands of years ago. This version is told by Joseph Jacobs from the book European Folk and Fairy Tales, published in 1916. And I found it on the website Stories to Grow By. You can visit storiestogrowby.org to read this and so many other stories. This story takes place in Rome, where a Greek slave named Androcles escaped from his master and fled into the forest. There he wandered, for a long time, until he was weary and well-nigh spent with hunger and despair. Just then, he heard a lion near him, moaning and groaning and at times roaring terribly. Tired as he was, Androcles rose up and rushed away, as he thought, from the lion. But as he made his way through the bushes, he stumbled over the root of a tree and fell down, lamed. When he tried to get up, there he saw the lion coming towards him, limping on three feet and holding his forepaw in front of him. Androcles was in despair. He had no strength to rise and run away, and there was the lion coming upon him. But when the great beast came up to him, instead of attacking him, it kept on moaning and looking at him. He saw that the lion was holding out his right paw. It was covered with blood and much swollen. Looking more closely at it, Androcles saw a great big thorn pressed into the paw, which was the cause of all the lion's trouble. Plucking up courage, he seized hold of the thorn and drew it out of the lion's paw, who roared with pain when the thorn came out, but soon after found such relief from it that he fawned upon Androcles and showed in every way that he knew to whom he owed the relief. Instead of eating him up, he brought him a young deer that he had slain, and Androcles managed to make a meal from it, for some time, the lion continued to bring the game he had killed to Androcles, who became quite fond of the huge beast. But one day, a number of soldiers came marching through the forest and found Androcles. As he could not explain what he was doing, they took him prisoner and brought him back to the town from which he had fled. Here, his master soon found him and brought him before the authorities. Soon, Androcles was condemned to death for fleeing from his master. Now, it used to be the custom 
to throw murderers and other criminals to the lions in a huge circus, so that while the criminals were punished, the public could enjoy the spectacle of a combat between them and the wild beasts. So Androcles was condemned to be thrown to the lions, and on the appointed day, he was led forth into the arena and left there alone with only a spear to protect him from the lion. The emperor was in the royal box that day and gave the signal for the lion to come out and attack Androcles. But when it came out of its cage and got near Androcles, what do you think it did? Instead of jumping upon him, it fawned upon him and stroked him with its paw and made no attempt to do him any harm. It was, of course, the lion which Androcles had met in the forest. The emperor, surprised at seeing such strange behavior in so cruel a beast, summoned Androcles to him and asked him how it happened that this particular lion had lost all its cruelty of disposition. So Androcles told the emperor all that had happened to him and how the lion was showing its gratitude for his having relieved it of the thorn. Thereupon, the emperor pardoned Androcles and ordered his master to set him free, while the lion was taken back into the forest and let loose to enjoy liberty once more. This story has a happy ending for Androcles and for that one lion. But boy, do I wish the emperor had been brave enough to free all of the slaves and all of the lions. Neither of them should ever have to fight each other in the arena just so that people can watch. But they did things differently back in ancient Rome. There's another thing I think about when I listen to this story. There are many times in my life that I've realized somebody needed help, and I've helped them. In fact, I think I do this a little bit almost every day. At least I help the people in my family, and where I work, and my friends. And sometimes they offer me gratitude, and they do really nice things for me too but not always. We don't always get paid back in gratitude for every kind thing that we do. It's nice when it happens, but I don't think getting paid back is why we should be kind. Androcles did the right thing, pulling the thorn out of the lion's paw. Whether the lion saved him later or not. I think we should always try to help people when we can, whether they're going to help us back or not. Of course, if you know that someone has helped you, being grateful to them and helping them back. Well, that's also definitely the right thing to do. This story is credited to Aesop's, 
a Greek slave who lived from about 620 to 580 BC. That's more than 2,500 years ago. And the story might even be older than that. It could be that Aesop heard this story somewhere else and didn't even make it up himself. But he must have had a wonderful way of telling stories, to be remembered for so many tales. Even though he lived in Greece, he might not have been originally from Greece. He was a slave, and Greek slaves came from all over the area, maybe even from Ethiopia. That might be what the word Aesop or Aethop means. Since Aesop's time, many other writers have borrowed these stories and rewritten them in their own languages for the people in their own communities. This version is from the book European Folk and Fairy Tales and was written by Joseph Jacobs in 1916. I found it on the website Stories to Grow By. You can visit storiestogrowby.org for this story and so many other folk tales, fairy tales, and bedtime stories. Thanks for listening to Alderbury Tales. I'll see you next week.